Hello. Hi. Coming to you through the electrical impulses of the internet, it's F That Noise. Featuring Mike Burnett, Keith Reeve, Jamie Klein, Pete Melia, and Steve Taylor. This is episode 18, and I've titled it, If You Record It, They Will Come. No jokes, please, Mr. Klein. This episode's all about baseball. I am Keith Grieve, driving these this bullpen car of belligerent beauty. That's what I'm calling it today. <laughs> and... Uh, joining me, if you're watching the live stream on Facebook, if you haven't gone, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't gone on Facebook and liked our page, well, shame on you, motherfuckers, because it's the source of great enjoyment, and you will find that out if you do that. So head on over to Facebook and search for F That Noise. Anyway, joining me on the live stream, in clockwise from the upper left, Shadow Stevens. I mean, Steve Taylor. Hi, fuck. Jamie Klein. You said Warborn! <laughs> Pete Melia. Ziggy Zaki. And Mike oh. Burdick. Tire World. Oh, nice. here we go. Bring, bring me back to Niagara Falls, 1998. Nice. Um, yeah. All right, so we start off every episode with a drive of the week. If you don't know what a drive is, a drive is a line from a movie or TV show said with exceptional velocity and volume. And keeping it baseball themed, I'll, you know what? This this segment belongs to Jamie Klein. I'm going to turn it over to him. All right, ladies and germs, we have one of my favorite baseball movies. It is the 1989 classic Major League, um, arguably one of the uh, top comedies and top baseball movies ever made. Um, it's got a great cast: Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen, Corbin Bernstein, um, Tajman Banks. I mean, it's the whole <laughs> cast is absolutely amazing. He's uh, in the back there. Yeah, yes. Um, so definitely want to check out that movie if you haven't seen it already. Um, <laughs> it's a masterpiece. But there is a very good drive in this movie. Um, it's, uh, you know what, just let's just play it and uh, take, take a listen. Don't fuck with me, Vaughn! Yeah, fuck you! What's the matter, rookie? Fuck why can't you take a little joke? Hey, a real fucking funny, asshole! All right. All right, knock that shit off! <laughs> It's got a certain right. rhythm now that all I found right. it. Now that I found the sweet spot. Right. Guy gets every level, you know. Yeah. It's like. It, it, don't see the sequels. Can we all agree on that one? Oh, oh my God. Please. They don't exist. I yeah. don't know what you mean. Oh, so, okay. So you're talking about, you brought up movies and taste in movies. So I got to tell this story. This, this okay. guy I work with, he's a good guy, but we were having this discussion. And he was talking about his, his brother-in-law. And he said, yeah, he's got usually normally good taste in movies, like Down Periscope. And I was like, that's it. Stop. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> You have lost me. You have lost all. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Credence or weight? You, you have, there's nothing you can say right now. Credibility. Thank you. 
You there's nothing you could say right now that would make me respect anyone's taste in movies if you're using down Periscope as an example of good mo- good taste. No, in but no one's seen that movie. <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, an obscure reference of anything. There's a reason why Kelsey Grammer's uh, movie. movie career stuff. Did you really, Stephen? Yes, I have. I think I, I saw did it by too. accident. I, I had a Kelsey Grammer stage in my life. You know, it was during Frasier. What can I say? Oh my lord! <laughs> oh, I might be getting mixed up with Mikhail's Navy. Then what was the one with the uh, Bruce Campbell? That's Mikhail's Navy. Okay, I'm getting it mixed up with that. Kelsey Grammer right? was uh, Kelsey Grammer. It was a, a submarine comedy and was awful. They um, had like they had like an ancient submarine. They had to do a contest with like a modern sub. It was like the that. classic thing where you had like the the crappy navy men were put against the good ones and the crappy ones were given the crappy sub and of course they had to overcome and become you know the best ones and it's it was it's awful like, it's I, like bad news bears on a uh what a uh, lame ass idea animal. between <laughs> bad news bears and like uh good one, the navy <laughs> i mean um david bell is saying i mean kelsey Grammer is excellent in that i don't know steve you can you attest to that <laughs> i don't know it was he was playing frazier in the submarine so it was kind of weird all right. Hey, if it works, don't you know? Fraser in a submarine. I, I, I was trying to figure out somewhere to go with <laughs> Fraser in a submarine, and it just Even wasn't coming it. to me. So that was the drive of the week, brought to you by Trashman Media for the latest Blu-ray and DVD reviews, including videos and interviews. Check out Trashman Media at www.trashmanmedia.com. Also on Facebook and the Twitter. And also, don't forget to check out www.bizarrebits.com. Uh, all news, no bullshit. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. So, getting into it. Getting into it. All right. Um, <laughs> so, start. Let's start with since this is a pop culture podcast, first and foremost, TV, movies, music, whatnot. Uh, yeah, and the fact that there's absolutely no <laughs> effing sports. Like, has anybody like listened to sports radio at all? Like, if you turn it no. on just for a second. No, I have not. They're not talking about anything. They're talking about, I bet you they're uh, talking about wrestling. So, on Sirius, there's a, a fantasy sports radio station, and they talk all, like, daily fantasy, fantasy golf, fantasy NASCAR. Like, like they talk everything all day long. And today they were doing a March Madness <clears throat> bracket, and they were comparing the 2002-2003 Spurs to the 86-87 Celtics. I mean, that's what they're talking about for, like, major chunks of time because there's it's just nothing to talk about and it's awful so yeah, to, no, yeah. They, they threw the jordan highlight video together in espn yeah there, right? yeah it's, they are they're doing this, that like, here in chicago call for nostalgia right? lately yeah, or they, something they bumped that yeah. shit up. well because it's michael jordan it's a ratings driver so let's get that shit on there because there's nothing else going yeah. on no revenue well, generators put everybody at home all the forty-somethings are now at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, you're, yours truly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. As uh, baseball season should have started actually last week, we thought it would be good to uh, keep this episode all baseball related and talk about baseball movies, baseball memories, and whatnot. So, I guess we'll start. I'll start. I'll ask the question, but I'm not going to answer it first. You guys, somebody pipe up. What is your number one all-time favorite baseball movie? Oh. All right. Nobody talk at all. Well, all somebody on. answer. Somebody. Right. Somebody. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite baseball movie of all time is Major League. But my favorite performance in a baseball movie is Tom Hanks in the League of Their Own. 
If you take him out of that movie, I could watch just his performance. I love it. But I love Major League. It's like a full-on baseball movie. I love it. It's great. If it was him, you'd be like, what the hell's going on? He's not talking no, it. It's no. Hanks. He's, he's, he's free. Yeah. So. I mean, is there a bad Tom Hanks performance? I'm trying to think. Mm. Is there? He's all um, Joe versus the Volcano. I, I like that movie. Acting, I like, did, too. It's a movie. Yeah, I like that movie. <laughs> I, thought it was kind I saw of, that in the I, double I bill. Care, I didn't too. care Keith for the stupid island right. trapped on the island movie. What's that? Oh, oh man. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Uh, I, I hate that movie. Castaway? Oh, like Castaway. He was awesome oh. in that, though. Uh, I didn't yeah, really I thought think that. so, but I thought, oh, I thought it was kind of boring. Was, no, uh, not saying the movie. I'm saying his performance I thought was great. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's contrarian verdict right there. That's right. No, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. We start talking about our favorite. Okay. Well, <laughs> best, Tom, best Tom Hanks movie is Bachelor Party. Done. Mic drop. That's it. Okay. End of story. Jamie oh, just guess. mic dropped. End of that's, story. That's that's it. It. I'm, you're not going to hear any arguments from me. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, favorite uh, baseball I movie. Agree with that, but, uh, favorite baseball oh, movie. I'm going to give you a, the natural. Oh, it's fantastic. That's that's mine anyway. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think it was when I saw it. I, I probably saw it when I was about six or something. Like it was, I I was obsessed with that movie. What was your movie? Was because movie. I uh, I was I was playing the uh, Drive of the Week oh, in the background. I the, the Natural. Oh yeah, no, that is that's probably the most. Pure baseball movie because I love Major League. Obviously, don't get me wrong, but being a comedy, um, kind of doesn't let doesn't it keeps it from getting in that top notch. I guess my controversial opinion that maybe will shock you guys is that Field of Dreams is not in that group because I don't consider it a baseball. movie. Oh, that's crazy. I was gonna say like, I have seen Major it. League more times maybe than any movie ever. I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. There was a time on HBO where I I videotaped that and I watched the shit out of that movie. Oh my god! It, it, yeah, it was bad for a while. Well, I'm gonna go with um an obscure film. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. It's called Pastime. Oh it's yeah. One of, it's one of the first movies uh, Miramax put out actually that went to theaters, and uh, that is one of my all-time favorite baseball movies. I absolutely love that movie, and nice. it's all about um, minor league baseball, but it's pure baseball. I mean, there's barely any romance in it. It's just about two guys, a pitcher and a catcher. It's all about baseball. It's a drama, so it's not a lot of laughs. It's PG. There's no tits or anything like that, but it's still a, a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Pitcher so, and a catcher, it sounds like a lot of romance. I, I was just I had to throw that in there. I wanted to see if anyone was going to pick that up. Yep. So, um, <laughs> I'm there for you, Jamie. <laughs> thank you. And then um, there's a couple others I, I really love, um, but I don't want to say them in case oh. uh, Mike and Keith... Uh, have that as their pick. So why don't you guys uh, take it? Well, I, I'm not going for originality. Major League is the best baseball movie to me. I've I've seen that a ton of times. I was I was saying to a couple of you guys last weekend. I used to have a job pushing carts, and I in order to pass the time, I would recite movies in my head, and that's a movie that I believe I can recite beginning to end. I can recite right from the first line right to the last one. I think I've seen it so many times. But I also, and this is a dark horse. I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me. I also like Bull Durham. Oh, I love oh, Bull yeah. Durham. Yeah. Oh, really? I, 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 almost almost that way. I did yeah. not like Bull Durham. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I need to I see it again. I came close to going that way. And uh, I, I used to not like it as much, but I started watching it again as I got old. And it just, it's, it really. Uh, <laughs> I think that's yeah. why I need to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, the thing is, what's odd is that um, Kevin Costner is not an actor that I like all that much. As some of you know, a lot, 
but uh, <laughs> but there's certain roles that he that he just he just really surprised me with, and that's one of them. That's just like like to me, that's that's got it all over. Like you know, yeah. his big movies like Dances with Wolves or something. Mm-hmm. Dance with shit. <laughs> but I, I just find it so entertaining and I love the thing with him and Tim Robbins I love every, I love it and I love like the banter between the players on the field when yeah. they all get oh. fucked up yeah that's that whole scene on the uh, pitcher's mound when they're talking about wedding gifts freaking yeah, yeah. uh, candlesticks make a good gift and yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it does it Robert Wool mm-hmm. <laughs> Wool yeah <laughs> who, who actually oh. <laughs> Sort of a side note, I went to see a play in, in Jersey, and, and all of a sudden, he's in it. Oh, Sue. And yeah, it was just how they did a musical version of The Sting, and he played the, the cop part. Oh, nice. Mm. It was, yeah, it really, really surprised me. But anyway, go ahead. <coughs> no, that, that, uh-huh. That's my favorite, actually. Um, yeah, I would have thought so. I, I guess I don't, I don't have a favorite. I mean, like, The Natural is, is up there. Um, D- your uh, David Bell actually on the chat mentioned another one, Eight Men Out, and oh, that's um, a great movie. And there was and bang- oh, I forgot about it. And it's not something that you can watch over and over again. But Bang the Drum Slowly, if we're talking about like really good baseball yeah. movies, um, that's in my top three for sure. That's easily. up there too. And then, and then Major League, I, like I said, it's it's a comedy, so it keeps it from being like my favorite, like the number one baseball movie. But it's a favorite, man. I could watch that movie anytime, any day of the week. Um, you know, you know what the thing is though is that with the comedy movies and sports in general, what I've noticed is, no matter how much they, even if like we're talking about necessary roughness in football, you have a point in the movie where it goes super serious. No matter how much they goof around, well, major league really serious at the end. There's natural right. drama built in sports, right. even if it's scripted. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> Wouldn't you agree uh, that the last 15 minutes of Major League is pretty much serious? Well, yeah, because if, you, if you're going to yeah. have a sports movie, there's got to be a time where the game is actually in question. Yeah. But, I mean, like, White Men Can't Jump. I wouldn't call that a basketball movie, but there's a lot of basketball in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Steve, what do you think about White Men Can't Jump? I know we're getting I wouldn't say that's, I, I, I'd say that's a basketball movie. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not an organized five-on-five, five, obviously, but the fact that if you compare that as a basketball movie to Field of Dreams as a baseball movie, I think you have mm. more of a basketball movie there because it's all about playing on the court most of the time. It's about making money and hustling, man. hustling people. Hey, yeah, Keith, but, I'm kind of shocked, Keith, at your pick because I thought for sure you would have said Field of Wet Dreams. No, but <laughs> no, that was, Field, of Wet Dreams, basketball. Field of Wet Dreams is when I, went, I accidentally went into the wrong theater. Uh, oh my god the, or my, did you the number or of that was the only one not wearing a trench coat that's how i knew it was in the wrong place <laughs> uh, no field of dreams is 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 one of my all-time favorite movies and yes the baseball speech in there is king from james Earl jones and all that um and just the, the banter about they talk a lot about baseball but that movie and especially if you've read the book by um shoeless joe by wp kinsella because it's completely different than the movie um, it's really about life and dreams and regret and reconciling all that and realizing that sometimes things don't turn out the way you want, but they're the, but you make the best of them and you move on. And, uh, that moment where his father comes back at the end, it, it chokes oh, me up, it chokes yeah. me up every damn 
time. And they, they re-released it in the theater for the 30th anniversary last year on Father's Day weekend. And so I, I, I you bet your ass, I trucked my whole family into that theater. And we sat there and we watched that, that whole damn movie. And sure How enough. Did, did the kids like it? Did the kids get it? Oh, yeah. 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 And like, I, I, yeah, to me, that the end of that movie is 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 right up there with the best movies. I think that if you have any relationship with your father, like no matter what stage of life you're in, that movie speaks to so many people, especially guys, probably. Yeah. And, and the way that that movie the, that, that movie like ends and like hits you right in the right in the nuts with a freaking drop kick. When you read the book, there's no real suspense to the end. Like the whole the, the book, I'm not, I'm not giving anything away because they talk about it in the middle of the book. He's trying to finish the field so that his dad can come back and play catcher. Like they talk about that through the whole like that's the whole goal of of Ray Kinsella. Oh, so he has book. faith that he'll show up. He's because he, he starts out with just a left field for shoeless Joe Jackson, and then he builds the rest of the field, working his way to home plate so that the catcher can come. So you like you know it's coming in the movie. You don't realize that until it's like holy shit, it's his dad. Well, that see that's one that's one rare example where the the movie far surpasses the book. I think that. Yeah. Well, even Kinsella said when he when he saw the movie and read the script, he, he was crying at the end, and he was like, "Holy crap! I can't believe they did that with my book." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve. what do you guys think of the uh, the original Bad News Bears? That's probably my second favorite. Oh, that I I didn't even think about that. No, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, Matt, Matt See, really if, if I'm thinking if I'm thinking like little kid baseball, that's Sandlot really definitely. Is. I loved Bad News Bears growing. Up. Yeah, Sandlot's yeah. up there too. Sandlot. That's the one for me, man. Jamie loved the Sandlot. Uh, you know what? That's actually grown on me a little bit. Oh, I don't. Believe... That oh, you were so pissed when I made you watch that movie. In my I did not. I was. I thought I was not in the mood for that that night at your house and watching a PG kids movie. I was just like, I'm. Jamie loves the Sandlot. No, you, <laughs> you, you, Jamie and a little bit better, but oh my god, yeah, do you remember that? Jamie and Matt were. <laughs> Jamie and Matt were grumbling the whole Ooh, night. Like, why are why better. are we watching this? And I'm all. <laughs> I'm all disappointed that, and I didn't expect it to be your favorite, but I, I was all disappointed that you didn't like it at all. And Mike just looked at me and goes, Jamie's not going to like that. <laughs> there are certain times you just know. You just yes. know. It's not It's not a Jamie Klein 1996 movie. Right. It's like getting Steve to watch Clockwork Orange. Never. Oh, I watched that. What are you talking about? I remember you hated it the first time you saw it. No, that was Pink Flamingos. Oh, that thing breaks. Uh, yeah, I, that movie. <laughs> I still can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Didn't we watch Keith? We watched uh, Pink Flamingos in in college, right? No, was, it, was, it was with Jamie. No, we Jamie were, maybe we were, was up, but we watched it at the dorm and at the tower. Yeah, I made you guys watch it again. Oh, yeah, is that, <laughs> oh, is that where it was? Oh, God, I, it, it all blurs together. I don't know between Meet the Feebles at Marty's and and that. I just <laughs> it's classic. Yeah. No, I I got I do a special shout out to Pride of the Yankees because oh. Be, oh, because yeah. of that movie, it allowed me to connect Babe Ruth to Kevin Bacon in the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. All right, do you remember it? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember it. it. It wasn't a lot either. It was um I don't remember who's in Pride of the Yankees. Well, Gary Cooper. Cuz it was uh Gary Cooper, 
is connected to Lloyd Bridges in um, High uh, Noon. Oh, Lloyd Bridges. Okay, I didn't think about that. Okay, that's a good one. All right. and, then, and then Lloyd Bridges was with um, Robert Stack in a movie who was with Eric Lawrence Airplane. Fishburne in a movie who was in um, Quicksilver with Kevin Bacon. Holy uh, shit. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, so so I, I I would always win because it's like you can't connect Babe Ruth to Kevin Bacon. And then you do that shit. They're like, holy fuck. If Robert Babe Ruth played himself, a lot of people Quick don't know. Quicksilver, I forgot about. I saw that. That's too. a great that's, movie. I saw that in the theater too, Mike. I but that's that. that's not baseball, so I'm going to stop talking. If, about if Robert Stack <laughs> is if Robert Stack is your link, then you could theoretically do the Leslie theater Nielsen. Theater like, to Babe I, I don't even know how I came to because wind up a in bike the theater that day. Pete, we're all big on bikes back then when we were. Kids. Oh, that had to be it. Like, yeah, anybody riding a bike, I'm like, oh, right. climb me up. Yeah, yep. I have to see it. Yeah, oh no, fucking, I know what it was. Like it was um, rad. <laughs> rad. Oh my god. It was uh, Babe Ruth to Lloyd Bridges to um, Charlie Sheen to Martin Sheen. To um, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, that's President Martin, Kennedy, Martin you idiot. Sheen connects <laughs> to, to Lawrence Fishburne in uh, Pocket That's Town. President Kennedy, you idiot. I just made the same <laughs> damn joke. <laughs> Pride of the Yankees is, is a great film. I mean, um, at the ending. Oh, so oh I'm bad. sorry. I apologize. Um, but that ending is so depressing. Oh, it's so and, like, yeah. You think Lou Gehrig, he died of Lou Gehrig's disease. Did you not see that coming? Oh, man. <laughs> You gotta be shit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, too okay, soon. So that's the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so now David Bell is posing a question here in the chat here. Worst baseball movies? Cobb. Major League Easily. Two. Yeah, oh, no, Major, Major League, League two. two. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I forgot about Major League Two, but. Cobb is garbage. The fact that we all saw it yeah. means that we're so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Walked out of that theater to this yes. day. Universally disappointed. Yeah. What about... Oh, we were, oh also, um, uh, uh, what's that one with Mark Harmon and Jodie Foster? Uh, Stealing Home. Stealing Home. Stealing Home. That was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Angels Angels in the Outfield. Uh, rookie of the Year. I never saw it. Okay, those were kid movies, so they're bad, but kids like them. Yeah, it's a bad movie. So is Sandlot's a kid's movie, too, and that's decent. No, you know what? Sandlot is not really a kid's movie. No, because it... It just has kids in it. Yeah. Sandlot... It's like Stand By Me. Gee. No, I, I, that, Mike, I agree with you completely, 100%. And that yeah, never yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 I felt that. Yeah, well, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that's stealing home. I remember seeing it as a kid. I was like, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It was so like overly emotional and like dramatic and just oh, like, it's Jesus horrible. Christ. Yeah. You remember uh, um, Major League uh, back in the minors? Did you guys see that? Uh, no. Uh, that was direct to DVD, wasn't uh, it? Was that part three? You said. Yeah, Mike and your doppelganger is in it. Oh, um. Oh, by Bakula. Yeah, Mike is Scott Bakula. What about Rookie of the Year? Or <laughs> not, 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 not Rookie of the Year, Little Big League. <laughs> I never saw that. The kid that gets picked to manage the Twins or whatever. Like, oh god, that was a bad movie. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of shitty baseball movies. You think there's more shitty baseball movies than any other sport? I mean, yes. See, I think I think we have to give it, baseball movies in general. Yeah. There are. I think we have to give an honorary yeah. shout out for good baseball movies to basketball. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that movie and it's it half funny. baseball. So I mean, <laughs> <Dude>. okay. <laughs> 
Uh, now I want to see that again. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So good. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a little shout out. How about the fucking ending of Naked Gun? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, right. That's right. There's that's a great, right. there's a great oh, baseball montage on there. Look at the jumbotron. Yeah, How about that? That's a good call. Yeah. What, what's the song? Uh, is that Randy Newman? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Randy Newman song. Yeah, I love LA. Also, Steve, Steve loves that song. I love LA. Oh, all, fuck that song. All fuck Celtics Randy. fans love that song. How Randy Newman made any money in his lifetime, I still understand. Um, fucking, uh, how about uh, Robert De Niro and The Untouchables? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's the best baseball movie. Sure. <laughs> that's what, that's like, one of my favorite. Right, you know, at the end of the movie of Casino. Enthusiasm. That's one of my favorite baseball scenes ever. Enthusiasm. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Yeah. Teamwork. Teamwork. Well, teamwork. Teamwork. His speech is definitely up there with James Earl Jones. <laughs> oh, that's right. right. Yeah. Now you care. <laughs> now you care. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so okay. Uh, so Mike's Mike, baseball memory. Yeah, Mike's wife uh, posted on Facebook your number, your uh, all-time favorite baseball memories, and uh, all right. So mine, I, I have to start. I, it was going to be the time that Keith and I almost got kicked out for heckling the other team. But then <laughs> I really thought about Wait, it. was that the 5 a.m. game? My favorite base. No, 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 that was the one after the softball game where we went with the softball team and you and I were shouting at the player. Oh, yeah. We were behind the. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, I, okay. I don't know the story. What is it? What happened? It, we were, we were, we used to be in a softball league back when I worked at the Roadhouse and we were all drunk after the game when we went to a Red Wing game and we kept moving down Not because it was empty and well, we were sitting right behind the opposing team's bench. It was a and night game players, on like a Tuesday night and it went into like 13 innings. So like there was nobody left at the stadium. And we were just screaming at the other team and the guy kept looking at us and then eventually they told us we had to shut up and they were going to kick us out. <laughs> but my all-time favorite... Right there. My all-time favorite is Silver Stadium, the first time Andy Taylor met Jamie Klein. Oh, and it was yeah. at a baseball game. Was that it's, at the Peter Pan older family brother, section? Everyone. Yes. Older, and for, and for those of you that don't know, Jamie is loud now. But back then, he <laughs> was know. very loud. And so <laughs> yeah. we were in Silver Stadium. And Jamie was just screaming up a storm. My brother kept looking like, what the hell is wrong with him? Oh, my God, it's Jamie, man. And he – and my – and. Anytime my family members met Jamie, at first they didn't know what the hell he was, and then after that they were in love with him. And that's pretty much how it is. My brothers adore Jamie so much. I was like, oh, how's Jamie? How's Jamie? Oh, it's good, it's good. It's because it, 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 it's infectious. The screaming and the noise is infectious. And I'll never, ever – A, because it was the unless, last memory I have at Silver Stadium. Car. Exactly. It's the last Rock memory I have at Silver Stadium, because I think it was the last Ooh. game I saw there. I, I think that was one of the last games I saw there, too. And I remember yeah. grabbing your older brother and taking a disposable camera where you have to, to wind it back, those, those disposable cameras you used to have. And I wanted oh, yeah. to get a picture of me and Andy and that, <laughs> that stupid fucking mascot. <laughs> down. So there is a picture somewhere of me and your brother. With this mascot. Oh, my God. If you ever found that, that, oh, my God, please, Jamie, you've got to find that and send it. I got to look. I, I was just looking through a photo albums just recently with the wife, so I, I, I might have that picture still. Somewhere. Dude, that would make my brother's eternity if he ever saw that picture again. I'll find that thing. All right. <laughs> was that the time That's when Jamie realized what the uh, Peter Pan family section was all about? Oh, gosh. All right, so 
Silver Stadium, minor league baseball team in Rochester, New York. Cute story. They, they have um, a little section called the Peter Pan section. Now, it's it's not for Peter Pan. It's not like that. It's for families. So, Peter Pan? <laughs> it's not for people who are floating on the area. All right. So it was, it was, I thought you were going a whole different way. <laughs> So, oh shit, a fucking murder. <laughs> all families, so there's no drinking. There's basically there's no fun. Why do you realize that you're sitting in the fucking Skippy or Peter Pan section or whatever? And I just start letting off half bombs. I'm screaming my ass off and all that. I don't know. Did we get kicked? I don't. I don't know. I don't think we got kicked out, but I, I know people were pissed off. But that was the game. I was drinking a Coke, and it's a very there's just a little bit of like Coke left, like little bits of you know bits of Coca Cola at the bottom of your cup. And I remember someone hit a home run, or everyone jumped up, and I took that drink and I ripped it oh, for no reason, and it just went on the back of all these people's heads. They all started whipping around <laughs> looking. And I just remember getting out of, getting the fuck out of there, and just walked around the stadium for a couple of innings. <laughs> just, just let the heat cool down. Oh god! <laughs> was, uh, I used to love that. That stadium was the fucking best, best stadium there ever was. How we didn't get kicked out of more places is beyond me. It's oh, true. Blows You're my mind. Howdy as hell. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, kind of artful when you think about it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I if I have to choose, know like, what we were doing a little bit. It was before we. It was before we were all drinking too, so like, we can't even use that as an oh, excuse. It was natural insanity. <laughs> well, it was because we weren't drinking yet. Right? We needed yeah. something to do. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. my my favorite baseball memory might be the last. I do know the last game I saw at Silver Stadium was with my dad, and it was the second to last game of the year. And so just to sit there with nice. my dad nice. uh, for Silver Stadium, I thought that that's easily going to trump everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That's that's it for me. Good. X. Hmm. Pete, what do you got? Um, I guess it's going to be anything baseball related, right? Just the other one that's what? not going to have what you want on it. So yeah, I, I'm going to probably go with uh, just batting cages with with the dad. Uh, you know? yeah. Nice. Like every night in the summer. We were in the batting cages, you know, like, and it was first, you know, I was kind of, uh, I don't want to do it. But then after a while, it got really fun. And then, you know, yeah, spent a lot of time doing that. Great, nice. Great fucking memory there. At Grand yeah. Slam USA. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't Definitely remember that. One. Spent a lot of time at the one up on Ridge Road. Uh, by oh. that little, the old uh, driving range. It's gone now. I think uh, there's condos there or something like that. But uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a memory. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> I got I got a, just uh, rather than stories, I just got lists of uh, great baseball moments I've had. Um, I I'd say one of them is at Jamie's bachelor party going to Wrigley Field for the first time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that nice. that was pretty fucking amazing. Um, uh, I was basically smashed during that game too. We were. We brought in alcohol and mixed it with our drinks. The oh. the um the best part about that for me though was looking up and seeing these nets they had that held the concrete that was falling, 
because the stadium was falling apart. So they oh, had these oh, nets. Jesus. And we were like right under the awning in the first level up, and these these nets were like all the stuff was going to fall on us. It was great. Um, the next was uh, I think the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati was the first time I went to a major league field. Um, as all you guys know, we grew up in with the Red Wings minor league team, and I never went to a major league field my whole life until I went to Cincinnati. And it's right on the water. It's really awesome. Also, going to Yankee Stadium for the first time was fucking great. Um, just the history and stuff. Um, I was really sad to see that stadium go. Uh, and uh, then then what, what's weird is that the minor league memories I have are the better ones I have are actually in Brooklyn. Brooklyn Cyclones is right around where Ebbets Field used to be. And uh, they they have a team that I've seen like a ton of times. And uh, Star Wars night at that stadium was great. Just everyone walking around with lightsabers, watching the game. Um, also, when I was raising money for the marathon last time, WWE night, and uh, all these awesome people as we're watching the game, they're like buying like all kinds of uh, see the superstars and made like a thousand dollars. People like being really great, and just some of the games I saw there were really great too. And and that's basically my memories of baseball. I love them. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I guess, you know, like, for me, like, baseball's always been, like, my sport, like, more than mm-hmm. more than anything else. And not, not just because I made a meager attempt to play it in high school, but um, it just always was my favorite sport. Like, but when I first fell in love with it, like, I was still living in the city. I don't even know if you know this, but in the city, like, me and, uh, oh, Mike screwed it up. Mike moved his mic. I didn't know that. Yeah. When I was living in the city, I lived across the street from Dom French. And we would go and we would play in the street. The guy from Webster or the baseball player? The guy from Webster. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, oh, I didn't now you, know that. You totally derailed my goddamn story. Um, Sorry, I'm not trying to derail. We, we would play one-on-one wiffle ball in the street in the city, duct taped. So that thing would just would just take off and just roll down the street and you had to run after it in the July freaking heat and you could call time from anywhere. So that, that's how you play one-on-one wiffle ball in case you were wondering. You freaking nice. best shape of my life. But we played like three games a day, like all summer long. Um, and then that uh, all went away when, when, I, when we moved to Webster. But uh, freaking then it was, you know, high school you know, going through playing playing ball, making it to the varsity team, even though I was like number fifteen out of fifteen guys, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? I was on that field when we won the sectional championships. It's a it's a it's a memory. I was you know to be there it was not everybody gets to. You just appreciate it when you get old. Um, learned a lot of lessons about preparation and doing the little things right when nobody's looking and stuff like that. All that all the cliche bullshit. Um, but then, like baseball in general, my first pro game, my first major league game was in the Sky Dome in Toronto. My first, oh yeah. My first Mets game, my, which is my team, for those of you that don't know, was opening day 2004 against the Braves, uh, sitting up in the very last row at Shea Stadium, um, which was a win. Uh, my all-time favorite story was. Uh, when I went to see Pedro Martinez pitch in, in, uh, against Philadelphia in Philadelphia, and uh, the Mets were down 2 nothing. Carlos Delgado hit a two-run home run in the ninth inning to tie it. 
And I stood up in my Mets jersey in, in Citizens Bank Park and just glared at all the Philly fans. And, <laughs> and I, I don't know if I've told that story on this podcast or not, but it, it was. No, you haven't, but it's uh, a great story. Yeah. It's freaking Aaron Heilman. Long story short, but goes to the bottom of the ninth, tied 2 2. Bases loaded, two outs. Bobby Abreu's at the plate. Aaron Heilman pitching. Uh, full count. Abreu hits a nubber back to the mound. Heilman comes off the mound, tries to feel it. His spike slips, and the ball goes into the dugout, and the winning run scores, and I'm forced to walk out of Citizens Bank Park <laughs> with all these Phillies fans calling me all sorts of names. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. You're it, still alive to tell the story. Yeah, it was it was fun because I got out of there alive. You understand? Uh, yeah, and and I don't know if a lot of people that aren't Northeast realize how Philly sports fans really are. Oh, how oh, serious! They are. Look, I'm, I, there's I mean, actually a a, a a police precinct in the football stadium. I because there's so many problems. When I lived in New Jersey and I was working there, I had a couple guys that started a website called phillyteamsblow.com. <laughs> because Philly fans are the worst. They're at the absolute worst when it comes to just being around them when there's a sport sporting event on aggression. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's my sappy baseball memories from those are great. Uh, You say when you lived across from Dom, you were in New York or you were in Jersey. And that was when I was a kid and before I moved to Webster in, in Rochester, in the city of Rochester. Oh, in, in the city of Rochester. When you said the city, I didn't know because you were talking about. Yeah, you, you know, went on and talked about the Mets. We we Western New York folk. When we talk about the city, we're just talking about a little Podunk Rochester. We don't we don't mean the city, Mike. <laughs> in the city. Yeah, I've been I've been conditioned now. I've been conditioned. But you know what the thing is about uh, Shea was good stadium, but I gotta say, like unlike Yankee Stadium, um. I actually think they made an improvement with that new ballpark for the Mets. I haven't been yet, and I desperately want to go. Don't I got to tell you, they shit. have. <laughs> what did you say? They have a, they have a beer garden that's second to none. Um, they they have like a, it's really it's really like a great experience to go, and they actually have where the old stadium was, where Shea was. They actually have the the um, the baseline in the parking lot, all outlined and chalked and everything. Now I heard like they, it's actually, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. I heard that they did that so that, um, when the team's on the road, uh, kids in wheelchairs can play challenger games. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have no idea why they did it, but they painted the entire field right where the, right where it was. And I thought that was awesome. And, uh, and the stadium's beautiful. I thought Yankee stadium, the new stadium is kind of, I don't know, shitty compared to the old one, but they'd really improve that one. City Field. Well, at least the Wilpons did something right. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Not well, much one of my, my, my only one and only game, uh, Chase Stadium, was with Mike. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of the last games, and it was against Philly, but we we lost that one. So, <laughs> but it was it was awesome to be just to be there at uh, City Field. Was great. I miss that about yeah, living in Jersey. I miss that about living in Jersey, being able to just take an hour train ride and just be in the, at the stadium. Well, if you live, if you live in Jersey, you got it. Like, there's a whole different approach. Like, you can take a car, and they have now they have like an online service where you can like get a package with parking, 
it's really not that bad. It's it really is smooth. You can go in and and it's really not that bad you, as long as you don't take the trains. Hmm. Yeah, because I used to take the New Jersey Transit into Penn Station, but then the Long Island Railroad to Willits Point, and it just lets you right off at the stadium. It's so so easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I call my penis. Willits Point. Ten. A package with parking. Oh. <laughs> and I and I I know we got to go on to the other guys, but I well Keith was mentioning there's one more memory that that hits home, is uh, right after 9/11, is the Mets Yankees game that they had at, 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 in New York it was extremely emotional. I still remember it. All right. All right. Knock that right. shit off. Knock that shit off. All right. Knock this emotional <laughs> shit off here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it, we were talked earlier about the uh, – He did lack, drive that, though. The lack of sports. Yeah. Yes, he did. The lack of sports. It. Like there's people that are like taking videos of out-of-the-park baseball – the, the, the computer game and like writing up pieces about what the team did like it's an actual game happening and like out of the park baseball like i own it it's amazing it's an amazing baseball sim but it's very sim based it's not graphics related it's not graphics oriented at all and i can't imagine making that into a website that people want to visit and talk about like like it's a sport people will visit anything I know there's some people that are listening to this shit. Yeah, they need to. Yeah. people need to. People need to go to Spreaker.com. Yeah. No, but I mean, not 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 to not to strike an emotional chord at all. But here we go. I was just talking about 9/11. They actually have uh, a simulation that came out a few years ago. It's like a uh, one of those like you know interactive simulations where you're actually in the building. When the planes hit in 9/11. Oh, Sue. What? Yeah. Who the and, uh, fuck would want to do that yeah. shit? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That is so fucking weird. It is, yeah, but they have it. I actually went and watched it because I couldn't believe they actually have it. And I saw the numbers are really high on the number of people that went and saw this. Jesus Christ! What's the next one? They're gonna have you in the bedroom when Magic Johnson got AIDS. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my you life. Fuck. Oh, yeah. you fuck Watch this. it happen now. I watched this podcast. I got this amazing idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should copyright that shit. I was one of the three French whores that was in the room with you. Uh, only three. Were you the one with eight? Oh, I don't, I'm going to tell you. It's a surprise. <laughs> only three, huh? Only three. You can make it into like a like a shell game, like a three card money. <laughs> which one, <laughs> which one's got A's? <laughs> which <laughs> not to get completely <laughs> off topic. All right. Not to get completely off topic, but I just thought of something. Have you guys ever seen the the commercial for the weight loss drug from the early eighties called AIDS? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? yeah. I think I have seen that. I've seen yeah. That is, that is one of not. the best commercials. Okay, there was in the early eighties there was a weight loss drug called AIDS. It was A Y D E S. And the Boy. commercial though is amazing. Cause there's this older woman, like, you know, I couldn't lose weight until I got AIDS and it just melted right off. Oh Jesus. <laughs> it is the most <laughs> insanely hysterical commercial. I've tried because it's like the most pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off. 
AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy. And there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous. With AIDS, I ate less, so the weight came off. To help keep it off when I sometimes want things loaded with calories, AIDS helps put me in control. Let the AIDS plan teach you how to take off weight and help keep it off. Try peanut butter AIDS. Mmm, candy. And I'm gaining weight. I'm losing weight deliciously with the AIDS. Can AIDS. you think of a worse name product? AIDS candy contains a safe and effective appetite suppressant when used at the time. <laughs> they probably did. But the funny thing is, is you you couldn't even write a script where you're like, all right, not only is it a badly named product, but it was a weight loss drug. Try peanut butter I mean, AIDS. What are the odds? <laughs> it's funny, like the the world was wide open back then. It wasn't tightly connected like it is now. Oh somebody my farts, God. You know, halfway across the globe like, when everyone knows about it. So Thirty seconds that's later. That's insane. You know, like, it it looks like yeah. it looks like a Saturday Night Live parody. Let's let's yeah. let's ex- yeah, does, yeah. Right? yeah. Let's extrapolate this though. Okay, so you're the guy that gets charged with like product development, right? We have this great weight weight loss problem, and you, you you spend like months racking your brain, drawing up sketches for advertising, and you decide on the name AIDS, A Y D S, AIDS, like it helps, you know, and it stands for something, I'm sure, and blah blah blah, and then like I don't know, a matter of I don't know months, years, or whatever, they decide, well, we've got a plague scourging the earth, and it's called AIDS, and you're just like, you know what? Where's the nearest open window? Cause yeah. I'm done. Well, you're talking, yeah, done. you're talking like a period of two years, right? Yeah, it was like two years. years. Well, like when, two when, years. yeah, whenever that maybe when, give or take. What year was that AIDS commercial? Yeah. Did it say? Yeah, it doesn't say. No, but it, it was. I, I looked up the drug, and it was like it was like two years prior to them actually naming. It's like seventy eight, seventy nine, maybe. maybe. Dude, how insane is that, though? That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Are you trying it's to lose ster- weight? Get AIDS. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. peanut butter AIDS. You gotta, you gotta wonder like how they, how they, the meeting. You gotta, you gotta picture the meeting they had. When they had to change their marketing strategy. Oh my god! It's like, well, like, that's fucking done. <laughs> like, do we change just a few words? Do we scrap the whole thing? You know? <laughs> oh, I still love that. <laughs> so when you guys go, when you guys do go to a baseball game, like, what is your favorite food? Like, what's your favorite carp? Oh fuck you, you Jimmy! Dog and a beer. <laughs> god damn it! I can't name that many things. Well. <laughs> I, I can tell you one thing. If you go to if you go in New York, you you don't really get a chance to get much because everything's so damn expensive. So you may you know get a beer for like ten eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. So after that, you don't eat. But if I eat, I eat a hot dog. Nice hot dog, beer, peanuts, cracker jack. Then you move on to the sweet stuff. You get <laughs> cotton candy, fried dough, <laughs> Dippin' Dots. If they have it, you get the licorice ropes, and then you finish it off, and then you finish it off with some more ice cream, like legit. Ice cream. <laughs> Steve's, Steve's, Steve's thought about this a little we while. We like to open a line of credit, sir. And that's all in one game. Did you miss being involved? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, he's here again. We don't have everything stocked. What are we gonna do? I'm sorry. Okay. One of the greatest moments of my life was when a friend of mine started dating a girl that worked at the candy oh, who, shop. Who was that? Who was that? Frontier, I don't know. I can't remember who it was. Who was that, um, Frontier Field. Um, <laughs> and when he started dating her, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Because I would get free shit. <laughs> so what do you want? It's like, I didn't care about the relationship. I just want I candy. I want them to stop looking to me for answers. Smart. Begging me to speak again, write again, be a leader. I want them to start thinking for themselves 
and want my privacy. No, I meant... What do you want? Oh. Dog and a beer. <laughs> That's right. Dog and a beer. That's it. Dog and a beer. Dog and a beer. Oh my god. Alright. Yeah, so there's that's a, that's a good baseball episode, don't you think, boys? That was great. Yes, yeah. I think so. <laughs> play ball. Play, play, play balls. Play balls. Lay, later. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> David. David. Alright. We're going to end right there. You've been watching slash listening to FNAT Noise, episode 18. Hit us up on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's pretty much it. Asshole! All right. All right! Knock that shit off!